This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on FM 104 and every week we chat to an artist with the first gig they ever went to. This week we're joined by Eddie and Fitz from Kingfisher. Hello. Hey, Louise. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for chatting to me. So what was the first gig you guys went to? Uh, I have a vague memory. I was super young of going to... the. Is it the original Root Boys? Oh, yeah. They nice. played the Strawberry Fest in Wexford. Um, and I, I rem- that was definitely my first gig. I have a very vague memory of it, of... Super, super thick Dublin accents. And they'd be like, oh, this is so cool. I remember just thinking they were the coolest lads I'd ever seen in my life. Deadly. So, yeah, good, th- good times. Strawberry Fair, fun fair. I lost my phone. I, was, I think it was the first phone I ever had. Good Irish artists as well. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Support the boys, 100%. Amazing. I love that. Um, yeah. Fitzwear, what was your... Um, Like, mine, mine was a little bit weirder, so... uh. I was, I was, like, I, I grew up playing a lot of trad as well, not quite as much as Magoo, but quite a bit. So a lot of mine were trad gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my family were were uh, very much more of the opinion that going to a, a hurling match was a much better idea than going to a concert. Okay. So uh, um, uh, by the time I actually got to go to my first gig, I think it was probably walking on cars in the three arena. Nice. Nice. Probably my first proper gig that I actually have a memory of. Um, and it was very good. It was very damn good. At that Sick. point, had you both started playing music when you both went to your respective first gigs? Uh, I not at all. I was I was a wicked late bloomer. I only started when I came to college. Wow. Um, so I basically was living with a lot of lads who were. Um, they, they like I remember. I can tell. I could point to the day it was the Monday of refreshers the first year and we had an after party after night out um, in Limerick and um, yeah came back to the house all these lads that was, I had made friends with over the last say two months before that all started playing tunes in the gaff and I just remember thinking that they were all um, yeah they were all I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use the word gobshites on, on radio but uh, okay. they were massive gobshites so I thought if they can play surely I can play Deadly. Uh, so, what did you pick up so, then when you started? Um, guitar. I, I, mm-hmm. I was just picking up chords off the lads, and then mm-hmm. went home um, and just started learning like little covers or half covers. We'd always learn a verse and a chorus, and then get too bored of the song. <laughs> so I was going around with like half a dozen or a dozen half songs that I could sing. Um, 
and never really got much further than that to be honest and started kipping around writing our own stuff so yeah what was the favourite one that you learned or half learned uh, first thing I ever learned which I still love to bits uh, is there's a guy called Ben Abram uh, I think he's an Aussie mm-hmm. and he was on Mahogany Sessions he played with a song called Speak and I learned that on guitar um, in my room at home I remember the feeling of having actually learned a song because it was always like people who could play guitar to me were always magicians like it was the same as seeing a magic trick because it was like oh, you could never possibly you know learn to play guitar because it was like that was just magic um, but yeah learning my first song was like a massive 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 moment for me I was like oh my god this is actually possible so obviously didn't think I would ever get any further than just playing in my room but here we are but that has changed a little bit Yes, yeah. <laughs> funny, funny that. <laughs> and then Fitz, you mentioned playing traditional music. Was that where you started? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I went to uh, uh, international school. Um, if, uh, shout out to them if anyone is listening. I, um, but uh, yeah, they they just used to hand, as many Irish schools do, just hand you a tin whistle when mm-hmm. you were in what, first class, I suppose. And uh, yeah, for third class then I picked up a concertina and I played a lot of uh, trad in Yall in Cork. Nice. Um, and yeah, I played there until I was maybe 16, 17. And at the same time, then when I was about 16, I picked up guitar and I taught myself to play, uh, play guitar and I was in transition year. And uh, yeah, kind of just slowly but surely switched. So I kind of came away from trad and played more guitar, more uh, more singing. And uh, kind of, yeah, when once college hit, I was, I was, I was very much on the guitar end of it and uh, so suddenly here I am <laughs> you never look back yeah, yeah 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 do you remember the feeling of your first gig uh, of our first gig as a band yeah of getting to play it yeah uh, I do yeah yeah I'm not sure about you Eddie it was a it was in a small venue called Cask there was a a, a guy named uh, Darren Kiley big shout out Cask yeah um, there was a guy named Darren Kiley who was actually moved to uh, America and is doing very well for himself and is putting back doing gigs and stuff as well. Uh, we lived with him in college and uh, he was doing a, a gig in Cask and he let us jump up and play about three or four songs. And, uh, yeah, and that, like was, that. That, that was our first that was our first gig and it was uh, insanely nerve-wracking and it probably wasn't very good, but <laughs> um, it, it was a great, great feeling. It was a great feeling. We were absolutely petrified. I remember specifically being like, having the song say we had eyes no lie as a song that was a song we could play um probably not very well but uh we oh i just remember the sinking feeling that we were actually gonna have to play this in public and being like oh god this is just like <laughs> yeah it was horrible it's just terrible like, like anytime you're playing your, your first thing like who's what who in the right mind would get on to singing like who do you think uh so but yeah thank god we did Big, big sound, Darren Kiley, who actually made us get up and actually do something. Do you ever lose that fear completely? Uh, no, hopefully not. Like, mm. like I think that's it's part of the like the spice of of performing. It's like, um, like that it could go wrong. Do you know? Let's mm-hmm. like kind of parties. Like uh, Magoo says says it all the time. A man of um, yeah, w- wisdom beyond his years. He was like, I remember that. Ner- being nervous and being excited are the same emotion they're just channeled differently mm-hmm. um, so I think you need a little bit of nerves about you to really 
I don't know, get into it kind of, um, or to seem human, I guess. Absolutely. Like there's something, yeah, yeah, maybe people can sense that if you're a bit, a little bit nervous at the start that they can kind of read that off. You'd be like, oh, like a real human being who's not completely so self-absorbed that they think that, you know, yeah, I'm getting too deep into it. But yeah, <laughs> nerves are definitely an element that I think are important to performance. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about performances, you've sold out one Tier Olympia gig and you have another one that's pretty much there. Yeah. So that's okay. very that's exciting. Yeah, like, I don't know like absolute like when we started it was kind of like I don't know what where we we like you have these big mad dreams that you're like someone asks you oh, what's your dream gig and you're like you can give this crazy answer because it's just so ridiculous that you never it doesn't matter like you, yeah, it's just a dream kind of a thing it's amazing so you're doing the 21st of March and the 22nd of March you're also supporting Snow Patrol yeah we announced yesterday um, yeah I like that was they're one of our they're basically I would consider them one of my biggest inspirations like Gary Lightbody for me is like I, he's I don't even know I just he's so I just love, love their songs since I was young I remember early early being completely consumed by his lyrics mm-hmm. not even knowing what to do at the time I was that young it was just like God what is this Yeah. so to be supporting them in Limerick as well is just absolutely insane You've also released a four-track EP as well, live from Doonan. What is it like to have all these things happening together, getting the EP out, doing the three Olympia? Like, it must be quite exciting. You're only together, is it just a year? Uh, it's 18 months, is it, Fitz? Uh, yeah, about 18 months. It's about two years, two years uh, privately and about 18 months publicly. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, I I don't know. It's 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 a bit insane. I mean, yeah, you, you kind of you wake up every morning and you're like, what the hell is going on? Um, <laughs> um, then you just kind of yeah, you know, you have your morning coffee and you're like, right, back into it again, and you just keep tipping away, doing a lot more work, and then you go back to sleep. You wake up, you're like, what the hell is going on again? Um, it's a bit it's a bit of a whirlwind, but um, it's oh, it's just it's just savage crack. I mean, like you're running around the place all day every day with your best friends uh, writing a lot of music uh, doing these really cool things and it's just great crack so you know we haven't really t- overthought it too much we're just mm-hmm. yeah, take the punches as they come and keep rolling yeah, yeah gotta do. also you have a new single yeah. coming out so you're keeping it rolling you have a lot going on so shot in the dark tell us about the single so um, Louise um, we've kind of been on this story for a while it was like shot in the dark basically was written um, for ourselves more than for anyone else, which is like kind of a common theme with certain songs that people really become attached to, like kind of the same with Caroline and maybe a few others. Like they're the songs that are kind of, I don't know, are they, are they ever, like Sean, the Dark's never meant to be released. So it was never thought of as, oh, we're sitting down to write a song. Mm-hmm. Basically, we had come back um, from a trip and decided we were going to quit our jobs at the table in Dunan. We'd all literally sat down between us and been like, right, we have to give this a whack. Um, and the agreement was made and we all, I had the guitar in my hand and we were kind of just strumming away and then just aimlessly wrote this kind of, a, it's more of a jingle than it is a song, really. It's kind of a lullaby sort of thing, but uh, wrote Shot in the Dark about that, about trying to do this and how 
stupid of an idea is to try and do music because um, yeah who like what are the odds like so uh, that's what the song is about it's just about three of us just making that decision and giving it a crack see what happens and it's amazing what can happen when you just give it a go oh my god yeah like I'm sure you'd say the same about say radio presenting and stuff because again like it's a fairly specialised field yeah but it's all the same it's like if you chance your arm throw your give it your best like and kind of to hell with the results yeah yeah it's kind of like if you're you're going to learn yeah if you feel like you're going to regret not giving it a go give it a shot like Mm. like I suppose you're like again something this is robbed from someone else because I have no original ideas myself (laughs) but uh like you're going to regret something so you can either live with the regret of failing or the regret of having never tried at all so like what's the difference really absolutely I totally agree with that completely completely agree with it but it's unbelievable what you guys are up to so the three olympia march 21st and 22nd you're supporting snow patrol the new ep live at dunan is out at the moment and then shot in the dark the new single where's the best place people can keep up to everything you're up to uh on the gram or on the talk excellent (laughs) both of those probably like our most kind of used platform um so yeah, they're Kingfisher official. You just drop the E at Kingfisher, you can find us um, making a fool of ourselves on a regular basis. Excellent. Kingfisher, thank you so oh. much for chatting to me. Thanks, Louise. Thank Thanks for having us. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.